podcast that you're listening to is being presented to you with the cooperation of the SJ Network. If you're a person who needs a publicist and you want to appear on podcasts, contact Stephen Joyner at s-j-network.com. Let's get on with the show. Welcome to the season eight premiere of Too Many Podcasts. We are fortunate enough today to have as our guest, Ben Shrewsbury of the Two Marks and a Spark podcast. Unfortunately, this show is still hosted by Jim the Podcast Sherpa. Maybe we can replace him with this pineapple. I don't think anyone will notice the difference. Attention, Rebels of the Sherpolution. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. We would like to give you a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial simply by heading to www.audibletrial.com Sherpa. There are over 180,000 titles of audiobooks and podcasts, including this one, to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And now, the one and only Mr. Bruce will lead you into the Sherpa chalet. As a reminder, since the Sherpa is a man of questionable taste, many of the foods sold in our cafeteria will be also... Welcome to Too Many Podcasts, the podcast about podcasts. Now, podcasting from the Sherpa Chalet on Mount Podcastia, he's your host, Jim, the podcast Sherpa. Hey, podcast listener, guess what? You are listening to the season eight premiere of Too Many Podcasts. In case you're wondering what it is that I do, it's a podcast about podcasts and so much more. That means that I get to talk to podcasters about their shows and we all make recommendations for other stuff that you can listen to. And we also speak to folks in the entertainment world. And we also speak to people with interesting occupations and kind of get to know what goes on behind the scenes of those occupations. So it's all sorts of stuff. Who am I? Jim the Podcast Sherpa. Of course, you didn't know that. Well, now you do. Didn't you hear the intro? I was there. Okay. Anyway, we are here at season eight and we are kicking it off with a really cool guy that I had the pleasure of meeting and soon will hopefully be working with by the time this episode is out. His name is Ben Shrewsbury. He is the co-host with his friend Bryce of the podcast called Two Marks and a Spark, and it's all about pro wrestling. So we got to talk about all sorts of stuff uh, with wrestling. He's his lifetime long obsession with pro wrestling, and he's still a pretty young guy, but he, it's still a pretty long obsession. So and we got to talk about all sorts of other stuff too, getting to know Ben a little bit, and we had a lot of fun speaking with him, but judge for yourself. So let's flip the switch over to the wrestling room, and you can catch my interview with Ben Shrewsbury of Two Marks and a Spark. Hello there, Rebels. We are here in the wrestling room, and I'm actually talking to a guy who may actually end up being my tag team partner for another podcast. His name is Brent. Brent? <laughs> His name is Ben Shrewsbury. <laughs> And he is the co-host of the Two Marks and the Spark podcast, where they talk about wrestling, but I know he's branching out into a couple of other things, too, and we're going to get to know him, and we'll get to hear about his podcast. Welcome to the show, Mr. Ben. Well, hi there. It's finally good to be here. We've tried to do this like four different times. And- <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to find each other eventually. We, we played tag on this thing for about three weeks. 
<laughs> you know, I think you are the only person I've ever met from North Dakota. Really? I'm yes. actually from I'm from Minnesota originally. You're from Minnesota? Okay. And you moved what what moved you to Fargo, North Dakota? Job opportunity, life, you know, it happened. I mean, you go from Minnesota to North Dakota. You must love the winter. No, I hate winter. <laughs> This is just where I live. I, 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 I didn't choose this. This chose me. I, it's so funny because my co-host, who has been my best friend since sixth grade, I love the guy to death. He's like, why the hell are you moving yourself to North Dakota? He's like, I don't get it, but you do you. We're still doing our show. so You went from one place where you get three feet of snow in the winter to another place where you get three feet of snow in the winter. Or 12, depending on the week. <laughs> I mean, supposedly we're getting a mild winter this year. I don't know if I believe that. Well, what is a mild w- winter considered in North Dakota? <laughs> a foot of snow at all times. <laughs> and s- slightly above 10 below. And you'll still slip and fall on the ice a minimum of four times. <laughs> and whether or not you get up depends greatly on where you fall. There's going to be an episode of the show that comes out. And you record so far ahead of time. Who knows if it'll actually ever happen. But you'll be like, hi, everybody. I just slipped and fell and cracked my head open. (laughs) Ben predicted it. (laughs) If you remember back to like months ago, Ben literally said this was going to happen. You were saying before that about telling people that you have a wrestling podcast. But we can talk about it here. though. This this is a safe space for us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm a total geek. Uh, I have a wrestling show. Which is kind of like admitting you've been to federal prison. Uh, (laughs) Or perhaps you were a prisoner in Alcatraz. Uh, It's like admitting the same thing. You get the funniest looks because people will look at you one of two ways. They will be like, oh, that's cool, dude. Or what the hell is wrong with you? And there is no in-between, especially up here. Wrestling is about as lively up here as snow is in Southern California. So, you know, there's, there's nothing. So if you want to make yourself stand out by just saying that, you're in the perfect location to do so then. Yes, I might be the only wrestling podcast in the state of North Dakota. <laughs> but you I might be the best one, though. Yes, I'm by <laughs> default the best one because I'm the only one I know about. There you go. That's a good way to capture a market. Right? You just I dominate the North Dakota wrestling market because I'm the only one doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> Watch this. I'll get emails that go, wait a minute. He's not the only one. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get an email like two days after the show comes out and they're going to be like, what the hell is this guy talking about? There's like 50. And I'm going to be like, I didn't know. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> so, so when did you start following wrestling? Oh God. When, when didn't I follow wrestling as Honestly, a more accurate question. Uh, 2008? 2007? Yeah, I was like eight when I started watching. So I've I've been with this for a long time. If wrestling, it either dies when you get older to you, or it's like a it's like a thing. It's like a finger. You never lose it. It might you might bend it over and you might not pay attention to it for a while, but it it's not gone. It's just it's just not there at the moment. You know, it's funny how uh, mainstream it's become in the time that you're, you've been watching it to today. But prior to that, really prior to the whole Kogan era, uh, it was so like, it was almost underground when, when I used to watch it with my brother, it would be on at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, and it still you, is. Yeah. And you see all the little, the, the, the promos were like the, all the local arenas that they were appearing at. 
there was one uh, Florida wrestling show and it was on Spanish television. Yep. <laughs> yep sounds, right. sounds right. Spanish wrestling is actually really interesting in terms of its history because it actually goes back further than American wrestling in a lot of ways. The luchadors. Yeah, it goes back way further than American wrestling because American wrestling actually started as a carnival sideshow. Mm-hmm. And wrestling matches before they were predetermined would often last six hours and end in draws. Uh, so that's when the promoters decided uh, we need to start, you know, <laughs> making sure somebody wins here. <laughs> <laughs> well, the show that we watched on Spanish TV it wasn't Spanish wrestling, but it was like from from Florida, and it was with a commentator named Gordon Soli. Who yep. Was- Florida he Championship was, Wrestling, Gordon Soley and right. Dusty Rhodes. And that's yep. where Hogan actually first started, mm-hmm. was down in Florida. And it's really interesting how Vince essentially stole him and made him what he is. But I don't know. I still think there's a wrestler that should have been the size of Hogan that wasn't, who was not on that many steroids. He was on steroids, but he wasn't on that level of steroid. <laughs> Did you have like a favorite wrestler growing up though? Was there any, any idols or? What's funny is my favorite wrestler growing up it has been the catalyst for so many different wrestling like revolutions, if you want to call them that. I say that in air quotes for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite wrestler growing up because I hated Shawn Michaels with a vitriolic passion, which is funny because he was the good guy uh, at the time I started watching, but uh, I hated Shawn Michaels. And at the time when I started watching, he was feuding with Chris Jericho. So I fell in love with Chris Jericho, who jumped from WCW to WWF right as WCW started to crash in 99. And then as WWE has fallen upon these dark, almost borderline unconsolable times that they're in now, not financially, mind you, they're still getting that Saudi blood money. Uh, <laughs> but Ooh. well, that's what it is. All right. Let's be honest. They're getting like a billion dollars to run shows in Saudi Arabia twice a year. Like, come on. And their plane had technical issues the last time they were there. Yeah, that's a whole different, that's a whole different podcast. I could do a whole show on that. <laughs> Cause, and this is not to go on a side tangent on, okay. the, on the Saudi thing. 2019, they go down there, right? They go out there. Their plane gets grounded by the Saudi prince. They can't leave. Really? They they were there on a Thursday. They run a pay-per-view on a Thursday night in Saudi Arabia. They have a show on a Friday. They have SmackDown on Friday, and it's live. So they don't have any wrestlers. Their commentators are stuck there. The only people that got out were Brock Lesnar because he had a private jet. Brock Lesnar's agent because... He flew with Brock. <laughs> Vince, because apparently the captain doesn't go down with the ship anymore. <laughs> and like the people that just didn't go because they didn't want to go because they're like, no, Vince, this is a bad idea. And there were actually quite a few wrestlers that were like, no, I'm not going. Just for different reasons. Like Sami Zayn, it was a religious reason. He's like, guys, I'm not going. Kevin Owens didn't go because... Th- he doesn't care. (laughs) He's like, no, this is stupid. What? (laughs) Everybody there besides like the corporate people realize this doesn't make sense, but whatever. So they get stuck. So they have to call up their entirety of their developmental roster to run a SmackDown show. It ends up being one, the highest rated SmackDown of the year. And two, 
considered one of the best episodes of SmackDown of all time. <gasps> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't even our actual guys. And we just, we did it. It works. <laughs> oh, well. Were you a fan of the, of going to the live shows too? Or you just yeah, like... Yeah, I love going to the live shows. I didn't get to go for quite a few years. I just didn't... No, I was young when I started watching. So, and my parents had no interest. I'm an only child. So, how am I going to go? <laughs> Finally, in 2014, my mom says, screw it. We're going to go. I guess. I'm going to hate it, but we're going to go. And it was the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view in 2014. I was in the nosebleeds. But you would have swore I was sitting front row for how much fun I had. (laughs) It was a bad show, too. I will fully admit to you, that was a bad show. But I had fun. And I'm going to another show next month. I'm going down to Minneapolis for uh, AEW Full Gear next month. But let's get back to my show for a second. Sure. You want to hear the funniest crap ever? (laughs) Okay. Tell you how my show started. It was New Year's Eve and I'm drunk on a couch. I know how I know where it sounds like this is going. Um, and I say to my friend Bryce, who's now my co-host, my partner in crime, whatever you want to call him. He I said to him, Do you think we could do a wrestling podcast? And he looks at me and he says, What are you talking about? And I'm like, You think we could do a wrestling podcast? And he's like, you know what? Normally I'd say no, but let's go for it we're already past any level we thought we were going to get to. <laughs> Just going to be honest. <laughs> Have you had any favorite guests so far? Because I know you guys will usually talk about a lot of the uh, the pay-per-views and the, uh, the events that are going on because you kind of stay current. Unlike me, right. it was like, you know, eight years ahead. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Well, I wish I could have your taping schedule. Because <laughs> if I could do that, I don't think I would have a worry in the world. <laughs> but... Uh, my favorite guests have been the ones that show up that are just down to earth people. Like great example, Rob Hockman came on my show who used to work for WWE. Nicest guy in the world. I I'm grateful to call him a friend. Now we get drunk every time there's a pay-per-view. I love it. Um, Michael Lloyd, who I know by the time this has come out, he was probably on your show a couple months ago, but mm-hmm. I, great guy. Just awesome interview. Scott Schwartz was awesome. Just Nikita Bresnikov was phenomenal. And I can't go without mentioning Kenny Bowen because he's my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, but it, it's really interesting to me, you know, this podcasting world. It's so big, but yet it feels so small a lot of the time. Because everybody, it feels like, has a lot of the same guests. It's weird. Like, this is the first show I've been a guest on, by the way. As we're really? recording, as we're recording this, I'm going on two more this week. But so I'm breaking uh, you in. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 breaking me into this mess, and I don't think I'll ever break out. But I got you're doing pod- fine, Ben. You're doing fine. <laughs> I got the podcasting bug earlier this year, and I can't stop itching it. I love doing this stuff, which is why I produce and edit two shows on top of my own. <laughs> It is kind of like your own little like microcosm that you can kind of call the shots on. That's right. That's what I like about it. That's that's what I like about it too. And um, I hate to promo something that isn't just my show, but I'm going to do it. Saturday night at the movies with Steve Rubin, the show that will have had several episodes by this point and 
by the time this comes out and been going on for a few months, but it hasn't even started yet as we're recording this. It's been recorded, but it hasn't been posted yet. Uh, Saturday Night at the Movies with Steve Rubin. Ed, I produced that show. Steve Rubin's an awesome guy. Jim, you said you've met him. Yes. I don't know if he's been on the show, but he awesome, awesome guy. I love working with him. Massive baseball fan, so we get along that way. But I love doing that show. We've only done a couple episodes to this point, but I'm having a blast with it. Go check it out. I think he does an awesome job. Yeah, I, I had Steve on a while back, and uh, this was just when the uh, the Bond Encyclopedia was coming out, and he was just such a natural guest. So he, right, yeah, you know, going right into that was probably like nothing for him. You could probably just blink an eye and like, okay, I'm ready to do a podcast now. Well, it took a lot of talking into it, and I got approached with the opportunity probably a month ago from when we we're recording this, mm-hmm. and I didn't think. I don't think it was going to happen. Like, cause mutual contact came to me and said, Hey, this might be a thing. And I said, well, let's get it from a might be to let's just do it. And after a couple conversations with Steve, it became a very real thing. And then we just kind of fell into it and it was natural snap of a finger. Let's just get it going. And I'm having a blast with it, man. He's so easy to work with. Yeah, and he's a big movie lover too, and movies yeah. and TV. So he's a, he he is almost like an encyclopedia himself, right? <laughs> with he that is. kind of knowledge. He totally is. And I was sitting there. We recorded a week ago from when we're recording this, and we were sitting there recording. And I'm just sitting there listening to it because you know I'm the producer. That's my job. Make sure everything comes through okay. I'm just sitting there listening to him talk, and I'm like, this guy knows. I this guy will forget more than I will ever know about anything. <laughs> like. Oh my goodness gracious. This guy is so smart and it blew me away. I was, I didn't expect half of what I got. And I was like, wow. And it's kind of the same thing with a podcast guest. You know, maybe you don't have high expectations going in and then you interview them and you're like, this is a good show. Where did this come from? <laughs> and sometimes it just takes that weird little turn and all of a sudden this is a completely different interview. <laughs> it's like this show started as. Hey, let's talk about the book you're writing. And now we're talking about some weird science fiction thing from 35 years ago that nobody remembers except for us. <laughs> that, that's where this goes most of the time. And you can do that and it's perfectly normal. Isn't that the, the funny thing about it? Right. And nobody looks at you weird because one, it's an audio show. They can't really look at you. Uh, two, it's a podcast. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're on internet radio, so they might look at you kind of funny, but I, I don't know. I know a while back, uh, I got to interview Jill Whelan, who played Vicky Stubing on The Love Boat when she was a little kid. And we ended up talking about how, how much she's in love with the chicken rotisserie, set it and forget it thing. <laughs> she's it like, I'm going to with it tonight. <laughs> it is great. Like, let's be honest, but chicken's awesome. I don't know. Are we going to spin off into a food conversation? Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny to me because a lot of this podcasting stuff has happened. I only started my show this year. Mm -hmm. so Well, last year as this comes out probably, but this year as we're recording this and it has been this wild ride of just what the hell is going on now. Like I have people in my contact list that I'm I sometimes just look at my contacts. I'm like, 
How did this happen? Where am I? What world is this? What country am I in? I don't know if you have some of that too. Oh, just, oh yeah. Where you just look at your phone sometimes like, I can just text this guy and he doesn't care. <laughs> I know, you know, especially with like some of the actors and the creators that I've gotten to speak to. And uh, one time I had uh, an interview with a guy named Joe Alves who designed the shark from Jaws. And I'm having a conversation with this guy and I was playing the back saying, did I just talk to the guy who designed the shark from like one of the most iconic movies in the 20th century? <laughs> right. And that's how I was when I interviewed Nikita. Like I was listening back to this show and I'm like, did I just do that? <laughs> did that happen? Where am I? Am I awake? Well, that's surprise, especially when they're along for the ride with you. Right. That, that's such the fun part. Yeah. Like Kennedy Phillips. I'm a big hell of a boss fan. So getting to interview him was a total trip. I find out about this three days before we're going to do it. And I've interviewed him twice by the time this comes out. And he, he's an awesome guy. Uh, I just never expected that. When I got into this, I was just doing it for the fun. Again, drunk idea <laughs> that turned into something way more. I Oops. Don't get drunk, Ben, I guess. Or do it more, depending on. <laughs> If you have to make major decisions, make sure you have a bottle next to you. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't view it as a major decision at the time, but Jim, 10 months later, how does it look? <laughs> it's so funny to me how that, that ended, but I, I really don't know how we got where we are with this whole thing. Because, and this is such a whirlwind to me. And coming on your show made me think about it a little bit because... Again, this just started this year and we're just on this ride. And I tell my co-host every day, this doesn't feel real. This feels weird. Like I feel like I'm going to wake up tomorrow and you're just going to be off my Facebook friends list. All these people that I've gotten to know are just going to be gone. It's just this weird thing. <laughs> this is a fever dream. This isn't, this isn't the real world. Like, but like in Dallas, you're gonna wake up next to a stranger and go, I dreamt I was this podcaster. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm gonna wake up and I'm actually gonna be like 45 and twice divorced and <laughs> and just broke. And I I'm like, I dreamt I was 20 again and I was a <laughs> podcaster and successful and happy. <laughs> it's a weird thing. <laughs> Please tell me it wasn't a dream. <laughs> I wake up every day and I actually check my phone. I I still have not... None of this is set in for me. <laughs> I wake up to email sometimes where I'm like, how is this real? Because I got an email from uh, a guy who we just did a show together and we're going to be doing another one, Dave, um, from the Working with Wrestling Fan or Working Wrestling Fans podcast. Um, and he inter he emailed me to be on my show. And I was like, this isn't real. This guy wants to be on my show. What? What? Jim, what is going on? <laughs> That's what I said. Ben, what is going on? Like, I don't even know what's happening anymore. I just show up to these things now. And I'm like, am I really here? <laughs> Did this happen? You know, you got to enjoy it while, while it's happening. That's right. And editing. 
And I edit in a city like yours. That's very public knowledge at this point. We're, mm-hmm. we're both friends with Michael Glenmore. MGM. Great guy. Yes. Wonderful guy. And I love working with him. And he is so awesome to me in every single way possible. And he had taken a break from his show and we got to talking and I got to know him. And I was like, you know, if you ever want to do your show again, I'll edit for you. I don't care. And I, I, it works great. And we've just started the last couple months here, but he's really rolling them out and we're full gear and I love doing it. And I love working with him because you know how easy he, you've met MGM, you know how easy he is to just, you throw an idea at his head and you're getting three responses within a minute. (laughs) Yeah. I, it's so nice. And and that's another wild one to me that that just happened by accident. I think you were there when that happened. <laughs> I think you were on the Zoom call. <laughs> I might have been. I don't know. <laughs> or was that one of the ones you missed? I don't remember. But there was a Zoom meeting where that happened and there was other people there. But it, it that's another weird one to me that it's just like, how did I get here? Well, it's, it's, this is definitely keeping you hopping I mean, between uh, your show... And then the other two that you do and work on, you know, and, and you know, you're still going to be a part of it. I'm putting your stamp on it as well. Well, yeah, and that's what I like about it. I like producing. I like editing. Um, that's what I got into this with because I've edited stuff before. I've produced stuff before. I've never. This is my first, like, where I'm getting interview requests. I've worked with people who get interview requests, but I've never been the one to do it. I facilitated them, but never actually been the one to go on the show, which is the weird part for me because I'm so used to not being in front of the microphone or on camera or whatever. But Because I'm such a behind-the-scenes guy. I mean, look at my face. I've got a face to just stay behind the camera. <laughs> I always have a face for podcasting. Well, so do I. <laughs> it's fine. That's why we get along. <laughs> I'm so used to not being the center, quote unquote, of the interview or the interviewer. I'm so used to being the one saying, all right, guys, we're going in five, you know, because when I was in high school, I did live sports. That's what I did. I was part of the AV club and I was a nerd like that. So I, I'd sit in the production truck for 12 hours at a time. So I'm used to getting on a headset and screaming at people. <laughs> okay. But now I'm the one that puts on the headset and gets screamed at. It's it's weird. <laughs> I don't know if I like it or not. I'm fine with it. But yeah. The, the tide has turned. <laughs> the tide has turned. It's it's the weirdest thing. What's funny is even the show the shows I'm on, with the exception of when I'm a guest or whatever, everything I'm a part of, I'm either the producer, the host, or both for. So there's no one yelling at me. And it's like, I'm getting so lucky not having to have anyone above me on these things. (laughs) Cause you know, on a lot of shows, you've got a producer who's telling you, you know, Hey, we're going to do it like this, or we're going to do it like that. Everything I do is go do your thing, guys. (laughs) You know what I need. So just go do it. I love doing it though. So since we're talking so much about podcasting, I'm sure there are certain podcasts that you like to listen to. Uh, yeah. I listen to uh, pretty much the entire ad-free shows network. Grilling JR. These are all wrestling podcasts, by the way, if you guys like wrestling. Okay. Uh, Grilling JR. Um, 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff. 
the Bill Simmons podcast. That's a sports podcast, but he talks about wrestling sometimes because he's a nerd. What I I love Bill Simmons, but the guy's a nerd. Um, <laughs> Jim, are you a sports guy? Uh, I don't really get too much of an opportunity to watch sports that often. So <laughs> I'm usually busy doing this stuff. Well, yeah. See, that that's what I like about Bill's podcast is he goes over so much of everything that even if I don't have time to watch everything, I can still listen to that. And because he does such a good job of describing things. Mm-hmm. But it's like you're just having a conversation with a friend. He doesn't like talk to you like you're some genius. No, he's like, so this team sucks. <laughs> like they're really bad. I love it. And I love cousin Sal on there. And I, and I also like to listen to, um, there we go. Batman wrestling, okay. uh, Andrew Zarian and Rich do a great job. And everybody and everybody at Fightful, Denise Salcedo does a great job. Uh, I want to shout her out specifically instant culture with Denise Salcedo. She is probably, if there is a wrestling podcast that is going to compete with Rogan in five years, like we're talking on popularity level, something that could compete with Rogan. She's got everything she needs. She is phenomenal. And I cannot sing her praises enough. And we have a portion of the show and we call it shameless self-promotion. Shameless self-promotion. And this is where you can let everybody know where they can get in touch with you or follow you or do whatever you want with them. (laughs) Nothing illegal though. Well, of course that's implied. You don't promote Um, that. (laughs) Promote it? No. Uh, Go follow my show, Two Marks and a Spark. We're on everything, I think. We should be, unless Apple got mad at me again. They don't like me because I have an explicit podcast, and apparently they don't understand what that means. Uh, go listen to In a City Like Yours with Michael Glenn Moore. I edit that show, so I'm supporting me. Indirect. Go listen to Saturday Night at the Movies with Steve Rubin as well. Another awesome show uh, that I totally don't work on. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, follow me on Twitter at Ben Shrewsbury as it's spelled somewhere in the title or something. I don't know. It'll be on the show notes. It'll be in the show notes. Copy that and type it into Twitter. You'll find me. There you go. Got like negative five followers. There you go. <laughs> and can I, do I have anything else? No, that's pretty much it for right now. For when we're recording this, I think there's going to be one more thing, but that's not available yet. So, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if something comes up, I can always throw it in the show notes. Right. If some, if and when that other thing happens, I will tell you. Okay. <laughs> so he, he's on the he's on the podcast. He's on the Twitter. <laughs> and on he might pod- be on something else, but we'll we'll know soon enough. I mean, I stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash thybenman. I just play video games over there. I'm just a nerd. Listen, guys, I I watch wrestling and play video games. I'm. I'm a very simple human being. I don't want for a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, Ben. Jim, thank you for having me, by the way. <laughs> I, I want to I say that. <laughs> well, it's okay. Uh, you are quite welcome, sir. And you can listen to Ben and his buddy Bryce with two marks and a spark and, and check out some of his other handiwork on these shows with our friends, Michael Glenmore in a city like yours. And Saturday Night at the Movies with Stephen J. Rubin. Ben, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Jim. We're on that internet thingy at SherpaLution.com. And now it's time for Sherpa Suggestions. 
In addition to Ben's podcast, Two Marks and a Spark, here's a few other wrestling podcasts for you to check out. There's The Art of Wrestling with Colt Cabana. Talk is Jericho, and yes, it's the same Chris Jericho that Ben referenced in his interview. Cheap Heat, the Chad Dukes Wrestling Show, the Taz Show, Taz is a wrestler, the Steve Austin Show, the Don Tony and Kevin Castle Show, the Ross Report, that's with Jim Ross, the Kevin Gill Show, the VIP Lounge with MVP, Clubbering Time, and of course, the Jim Cornette Experience. Jim was a manager in the early WCW days who used to whack people with a tennis racket. So don't commit a foul and check out one of these podcasts before somebody throws me through a table. Thank you. Thanks once again to Ben Shrewsbury and be sure to check his podcast out. Two Marks and a Spark with his buddy Bryce, of course. And next week, we will be visiting the Sherpa Screening Room, and we will be talking to a guy named Michael Lloyd. And you might know Michael from Queen of the South, from the USA Network, where he plays Flacco. And we had a lot of interesting conversation with that tete-a-tete. <laughs> you can listen to this show on your favorite podcast app or my website, SherpaLution.com. And speaking of SherpaLution, that's where you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and maybe even TikTok where I show up there on occasion. So thank you so much for listening and we will catch you next time. Viva la Sherpa-lution. Mr. Bruce, let's uh, jump off the top rope to get out of the Sherpa Chalet, shall we? Let's go! Thanks for listening to Too Many Podcasts. Please disperse. You can go home now. I said you can go home now. Viva la Chapalition. Viva la Chapalition. <laughs> oh. Yo, come back now, you hear? <laughs> <laughs>